Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. All right. Ligament healings are topic today. So, um, before we get going here, intros again, in case you're joining us for the first time or seeing us for the first time. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm a chiropractor and a certified medical laser safety officer. I run an integrated medical clinic where we do a lot of laser therapy as well as laser cosmetics and regenerative medicine. Christy is a certified laser tech. She's got years of experience under her belt and has you've seen a lot you've I done have. a lot yeah um so christy's a, a great asset here to help me on the keeping things you know um understandable and, and a little bit grounded so I, I don't get too too nerdy hopefully um but we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit nerdy today we're talking yep. about ligament healing nice so uh when we when we say ligaments what are, what do you think of when we say ligament? What's the first thing I think of connective tissue. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's exactly right. Connective tissue. Now, connective tissues are are all pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Ligaments and tendons are very similar structures, a little bit different, but mm-hmm. really neither one of them has a great blood supply. And so when you have right. damage to a ligament, uh, healing and repair are either very, very slow or a lot of times they just never happen at all. So um, a ligament most people know about, uh, if you ask somebody to name a ligament, they're going to usually say like Achilles tendon, which mm-hmm. is not really a ligament, but, you know, maybe we'll stretch that. It is a really large connective tissue piece. Mm-hmm. Mostly we're going to be talking about ligaments so that join bone to bone, right? And that's connective tissue okay. joining bone to bone. So um, commonly damaged ligaments are like on the outside of the ankle. If you roll your ankle, mm-hmm. you end up with that stretch the strain this technically it's called a sprain mm-hmm. of, of the ankle right mm-hmm. and you have uh either the ligament gets torn or it develops these intra-substance tears and the whole thing stretches out right when a ligament loses its integrity stretches out or is, or is actually torn then the body has to generate a repair process which involves inflammation mm-hmm. however lack of blood flow to a ligament means that a lot of times they just are painful they don't repair right you just have ongoing damage. So think about it this way. If you rolled your ankle really bad in the past, which a lot of us probably have. Mm-hmm. You're, I have. You're a runner. I, I've, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. How fast does that get better? Like It actually, the, the sprain or the tear or the, the tendon, um, the ligament mm-hmm. sprain, took longer than a break. Because I broke an ankle and then sprained the other one at the same time. So oh. I was down with both. And the, the sprain actually took longer to to feel better because it loses its integrity Mm -hmm. yeah most people don't understand most patients at least don't understand that bone has great vasculature it gets great blood supply Mm -hmm. Um, and so it can heal relatively quickly but these connective tissues really just don't that's really fascinating though you had kind of that case study there you trialed both thanks for doing that yeah anything for science (laughs) break and a sprain at the same time that was so fun oh yeah hobbling around for weeks yeah yeah Yeah. that was quite a few years ago but yeah you know it it does take time to to heal Mm -hmm. and so um now, do you find with your sprain, with the angle that had the sprain, that it's prone to re-injury, to getting rolled easier? 
or did it recover pretty well? It actually recovered pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly have a little bit more pain with the break, the broken ankle, but then there was more to that one, you know, bone fragments mm-hmm. and, and surgeries. And But I haven't had any issues with it for a long time. Good. So it every now and then will lock on me, but mm-hmm. it's it's really, you know, I think with the, the healing and, and the, um, the care, mm-hmm. And then I know we're getting into it, but I think with some laser therapy that that has occurred, that's just helped elongate that process of healing, mm-hmm. even though it's years ago, I think yeah. it's actually helped um, strengthen and, and get that blood flow and, and the more deeper healing Excellent. Um, done. Excellent. Well, a lot of times people don't recover quite as well mm-hmm. from ligament. Right tears especially if they're pretty severe um and so a lot of times there's some kind of ongoing oh we lost our lights that's exciting <laughs> i forgot about this room has a uh, automatic lights there you go good job <laughs> that's something to keep in mind for next time it is <laughs> um but but a lot of times when people have a ligament injury like that they're very prone to re-injuring right. that ligament because it never really tightens up the to the original and I, I have to admit now that I think about it, hmm. you know, with with hiking and being active, there are times it does feel like it's going to give out on me. Mm-hmm. And I've thought about that, and I just never really attributed it to the the healing from years ago that still is, is in the process. So I have felt like it hasn't, you know, fully. It takes longer. Yeah. You know, there's still some, some structural issues but it's just not ongoing. Mm-hmm. And that's so, good. That's good. Yeah. A lot of times people will have that, you know, just kind of small issues here and there, or it's just they have to be more careful with it. They have to have more supportive shoes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these Definitely. old sprains end up generating other foot problems like plantar fasciitis or the mm-hmm. formation of bone spurring. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that is varied patient to patient. Right. And if you're a clinician in practice, you probably see that all the time. You've probably picked up on that before. Um, but ligaments, my point here really, I guess, is that ligaments are hard to, hard to heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're hard to repair, and a lot of times they don't repair. Right. Um, but laser therapy can be a good tool. So we're going to be looking at a study today. Um, I don't usually like to do animal studies. I like, my, I like human <laughs> studies, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't avoid this one. This is pretty interesting. Uh, the title of the study is High Power Laser Therapy improves healing of the equine suspensory branch in a standardized lesion model. This is published in September of 2020 in Frontiers in Veterinary Science. It's an open access paper. We'll give you the link to it if you want to check it out. You certainly can. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting reading, though, because with with your animal studies, you can do a lot more (laughs) invasive testing than you would really do with humans. And so this is, I think, quite clear that in this case, at least, Laser therapy rapidly improved ligament injury healing. Okay, so what, uh, what the researchers did is they took a group of horses, and unfortunately all these horses were euthanized at the end of the study. However... So they can't tell you what happened. <laughs> the, the horses won't be able to tell you how they felt, no. no. Um, but they, they did that so that we could get some really advanced imaging. Um, so quite interesting. Uh, so 12 healthy horses. I, I'm assuming they were probably... Um, destined for not surviving anyway because of some reason. But mm-hmm. anyway, 12 healthy horses between the ages of 4 and 12 years uh, were included in this in this um, study. And what they did is they created a 5-millimeter deep incision 
in this suspensory branch. And this 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 is kind of pretty close to what we would think of with like an Achilles tendon. This is a ligament, mm-hmm. but again, very similar uh, in terms of function to a human Achilles tendon. All right, so uh, five millimeter deep incision into this ligament, and they used a four millimeter wide shaver over a length of four centimeters to create this lesion within this branch. So instead of looking at somebody's just kind of random sprain Mm -hmm. or tear that can happen, they actually standardized the injury across all 12 horses. So it was the exact same, right? Because the more standardized we can look at, the better we can get conclusions from it. Right. Um, Now, the thing is, they did this uh, in in, uh, all four of these horses, um, uh, suspensory ligaments. So on all four limbs, right? Same exact injury. And then what they did is they came back and they used laser therapy on just two of those lesions. Mm-hmm. And they did that, they did that every day for four consecutive weeks, daily laser therapy. Okay. All right. So this is really great because they kind of like you and your injury, they had a control. Yes. On the same, in, on the same, you know, being mm-hmm. you, you had your fracture versus ligament uh, sprain. Mm-hmm. These horses all had the same ligament injuries. Only half of the ligament injuries were actually getting laser; the other half were not. Right. They used a high power laser, class four laser, uh, with a maximum output of 15 watts and four different wavelengths between 635 nanometers and 980 nanometers. Yeah, they, and they started the treatments immediately after surgery. Um, uh, on day one after surgery. They applied the laser in a linear fashion on that entire lesioned area with a handpiece perpendicular to the skin, held off about a half a centimeter, and they did that for 20 minutes, which is quite a long treatment. That is a long treatment. Yeah. Um, so pretty, pretty heavy dose, really. If they're doing 15 watts of power over this region, which we don't exactly get a, a, a really specific area here, but it's, you know, it's probably about the same size as the actual lesion itself, about four centimeters long, mm-hmm. probably bigger than that. But that's a very, very high dose when it comes to light therapy. If you're pushing right. 15 watts in there for 20 minutes, right. I mean... That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. that's a lot. In your experience as a laser tech, how many 20-minute treatments did you do? Uh None. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you, you're using class four lasers, Correct. you know, in that same kind of power density range. Over um, a larger area. Over a lot of times larger areas. So I, I think it's safe to say, you know, in this case, um, uh, higher dose than what is typical. And that doesn't have any bearing on the, the weight of the horse or the patient or anything like that. Is well, that you know, it really depends on the area that you're treating, mm-hmm. the skin color, if there's, uh, you know, like horses have really dense hair, right? right? Um, and then, yeah, the size of the anatomy you're treating actually does matter. So you're going to do a lot more dose on a, say, horse's low back than you would do on a human low back. There's a big size difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, that's still a pretty small area. Right. It's still a pretty high dose. Right. So right. interesting. And they did it every day, mm-hmm. which is, again quite a bit more frequent than a lot of times what we'll see in humans which is interesting because you can't ask the horse (laughs) you know what sort of response did you get from this treatment right which is what we because we've asked that of our patients you know how did you how did you feel after your last treatment oh yeah you know because there are um those indicators 
Right. So. Yeah, and they were, they were not really able to get that here. No. They did do some really advanced imaging, though. So they they after they had the uh, the surgical procedure done on mm-hmm. these ligaments, they they went ahead and did a color Doppler ultrasound uh, to evaluate the ligament injuries, and then. They also came back at the end of the treatment to repeat this ultrasound, mm-hmm. but then they also did an MRI. Okay. Okay, so they had multiple uh, ways in which to evaluate these injuries, um, and they were able to do the MRI uh, after they had euthanized the horses because it's kind of hard to get a live horse uh, into an MRI mm-hmm. um, without a lot of sedation. And right. So. Right. But they were able to... Um, to really evaluate this very, very well. And again, this is not something we could really do with human subjects. Mm-hmm. So so let's talk about uh, what they saw. So number one, there were no intra or post-operative complications with any of the horses. There was no swelling, no heat or pain after the first day of surgery. Uh, after a week of lunging exercise, because they had these horses exercising um, after, uh, after they had the surgery, there, there was some mild to moderate swelling, heat, and pain on palpation. Mm-hmm. And all the horses, but they were sound for walking um, most of the time. There was a little bit of moderate lameness in a few of the horses in that first week after surgery. So, you know, if you're evaluating a horse for an injury, a lot of times you're looking for that. And, you know, right. same thing with people. You're going to evaluate the gait. You're going to evaluate how well right. they can exercise. Um, right. Do they have a limp? That kind of thing. Right. Um, they did say that during the course of care, there was no skin irritation or other complications due to laser therapy, and all horses tolerated the, the, the therapy well. Again, we can't ask them how it feels, but, um, <laughs> exactly. but historically, animals don't seem to have any, any uh, discomfort during laser therapy session. So, so let's get into the results here. So they said the transverse size of the lesion, so the crosswise mm-hmm. size of the lesion, was smaller in the laser-treated group. And that enlargement over time, because if you have a tear and then you exercise on it, a lot of times it will continue to tear further. Right. They said that this enlargement over time of the circumference and cross-sectional area of the lesion in the short-term group was significantly smaller in the laser-treated limbs. And what that means is that instead of it continuing to tear, it did not continue to tear as much on the limbs that got laser. Again, only two of the limbs on one horse got laser. The other two did not. So they're right. able to compare on the same animal exactly. and intra-animal. You know, yes. compare one horse to another horse. So was there a difference in the rapidity of, of healing Yes. from horse to horse? Yes, because that was, that's the transverse size of the lesion at, um, let's see, M2 and M3 mark, which I believe is the, the, the first and second week. Okay. So pretty rapidly... Pretty rapidly, they were seeing a difference in in the size of the lesion. So the horses, or the, the lesions that did not get laser, were growing, mm-hmm. um, and and were quite a bit bigger. Whereas the the lesions that did get laser did not grow as much under exercise, and actually had healed up quicker with laser. They said there was a significantly increased color Doppler signal signal in the laser treated suspensory branch compared to the non treated control branches. Now. Color Doppler on ultrasound detects blood flow. Mm -hmm. So if we have increased color Doppler signal on the laser-treated group, what does that mean? Increased blood flow. That's exactly right. And that's exactly what light therapy does. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that's our biggest challenge with Mm -hmm. connective tissue is we don't get good blood flow 
to the connective tissues, which delays healing. Right. So one of the things they were able to see very clearly here, significantly increased color Doppler signal only in the group, only in the, the lesions that had the laser therapy treatment compared to the untreated side. Pretty good. Fantastic. Now, the MRI results said that there was the, the uh, lesion size, the cross-sectional area of the lesion was significantly smaller in the treated limbs in both the short and long-term group versus the control limbs that did not get laser. So now we have not only ultrasound showing better blood flow mm -hmm. and less enlargement of the lesion over time, but now the MRI actually says that the lesions had healed up significantly better on the group that got laser compared to the lesions that did not get laser. Fascinating. Yeah. But that's not surprising. Not really surprising for us, right. Not, for not, us. not really for us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, this is an animal study. Okay, so an animal study doesn't necessarily just cross directly over to our results clinically with people, but it is similar. The authors even say, from a comparative physiological point of view, the composition and biomechanical function of the distal suspensory branch in horses shows great similarity with the Achilles tendon in humans, like I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the results of the current study can, at least to some degree, be extrapolated to the human Achilles tendon Keeping in mind that both load and strain do differ between horses and humans, right? Right. <clears throat> so a right. couple of takeaways here, I think. Number one, uh, if you have a ligament tear and you keep working it and keep exercising on it, it's probably going to enlarge, mm -hmm. right? So if you know your patient has a ligament tear, get them to stop making it worse. They have mm -hmm. to be able to rest it. If they don't rest it, it's going to continue to grow in most cases. Mm -hmm. Secondly, laser therapy should be a great tool for improving blood flow and healing capacity for ligament tears. Mm -hmm. It absolutely should be, um, according to everything we know from other studies, but then being able to see it here, you know, uh, a very standardized model is, is really valuable. That's one of the complaints that we see a lot with laser therapy studies mm -hmm. is that, you know, you're talking about chronic low back pain that's nonspecific. You're talking about human patients that have very different mechanisms of injury, different types of injuries, even if they're in the same area, different health states, different exercise types, different diets, all that's controlled with an animal study. Mm -hmm. Right. So then being able to see the results on an animal study like this, I think really strongly indicates that laser therapy does work. It does work quite well. Um, and so yes. their, their conclusion is that in this standardized study, it was shown that multi-frequency high-power laser therapy is effective for enhancing healing of the ligaments in the horse. Um, again, there is some crossover, though. It, it does appear that it would be, you know, these results would be translatable to human studies as well. So That translates to hamstring tendons, you know. Yes. Um, Achilles tendon, Achilles, hamstring tendon, hamstring. rotator cuff tendons, yep. bicep tendon especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there's a lot to be said there. Spinal ten spinal uh, ligaments, maybe. Uh, you know, um, I don't think it's not quite as similar. Mm -hmm. uh, but if we're talking about improving blood flow to connective tissues for healing, there's no reason to think that like a whiplash-type injury in the spine wouldn't also respond well. Right. What was the length of time for this study? That's a great question. I know they did it for four weeks. Right. Okay, so four consecutive weeks is, is what they did for applying laser daily, mm -hmm. every day, uh, starting day one after surgery, apply that every day for four consecutive weeks. And then they did have a short-term and a long-term group. They were studied weekly for the first four weeks and monthly afterwards. Six horses were used for a short-term evaluation and were euthanized at four weeks, while the other six horses were used for long-term evaluation and were euthanized after six months. Okay. 
So not yeah. only in the first four weeks did mm -hmm. they see changes, um, but they saw very good changes at the six month mark. So over time. It over just time increased or improved and yeah and healed this isn't going to be something you see the results on right. like in one day right you know but can you see some results pretty quickly yeah you yeah. know by the time they were into that um first second month time frame they were seeing really good uh, uh changes mm -hmm. so let's see uh cross-sectional area graph here i'll put this up this cross-sectional graph this second one right here mm -hmm. does show Kind of graphically how much better the uh, the group that got treatment did compared to the control and again same animal right, right. being able to com compare both so yeah fascinating i think so it's fun yeah, stuff it is all right well i think we'll go ahead and tie it up for today christy thank you very much for coming if you're thank looking you. for laser therapy guidance laser therapy training laser therapy certifications mm -hmm. if you want to know what type of settings or what type of laser you should use is your clinic set up properly to get the most you can out of your laser you should get in touch with us you can go to our website lasertherapyinstitute.org mm -hmm. you can find a whole bunch of resources there a lot of them are free right get them downloaded take a look let us know what we can do to help you. We're here for you. Mm -hmm. We have a very special deal going for this fourth quarter uh, for sales. If you're thinking about becoming an LTI member, now is the time. It has not been cheaper all year. Now is the time to get that done, get signed up, and get ready to have better results with your laser therapy in practice. Thanks very much. I look forward to seeing you back here in about two weeks for our provider-focused LTI podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we're going to be skipping next week because it's Thanksgiving, but we'll be carrying on. Very, very special, uh, very, very special interview podcast, actually, the week after Thanksgiving. So make sure you come back for that. Thanks. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.